Hey, what's up, Turtle Riders? How's everybody doing tonight? Good? It's a good day, folks. It's a good day to be a turtle. Isn't that right? So how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, welcome to the final uh, Facebook live stream we're going to do. We get out of YouTube prison and like, I think, I think Thursday morning I'll wake up uh, out of Thursday or like maybe tomorrow night sometime. I'm not sure. But uh, for those of you unfamiliar, last Tuesday night we did a live stream in which we talked about the religious exemption committees at Brigham and Women's Hospital and just the completely arbitrary nature and anonymous nature uh, of deciding who's religious and who's not and who doesn't get the vaccine and who has to. That was removed by YouTube for medical disinformation because you're not allowed to have opinions on religious exemption committees now. So we got seven days in the hole for that. Uh, we'll be live streaming, but I see a nice audience here already. We almost got 200 people, so that's good. Uh, but we'll be back on YouTube uh, for the next show. So welcome to the last Facebook live stream here. Yeah. I went ahead and I shared this on the Twitter account. Follow me on Twitter at Dr. Turtleboy. You can also follow me at, at Turtleboy Phone, which is also suspended. Uh, Turtleboy Phone suspended for seven days. I think I got like a day and a half left. That is not for medical disinformation. Um, it's for calling someone um, a bad word. So I definitely earned that one. So I'm in the hole over there. Uh, also follow me on Facebook if you're watching right now. Make sure you hit that follow button on the Clarence Woods Emerson page. Uh, follow the Uncle Turtle Boy. I like the Uncle Turtle Boy and the Turtle Boy Sports page. I'm actually locked out of those accounts right now. Long story, but whatever. We just keep grinding here at Turtle Boy. That's what we do. Unlike some people, we can't. Maybe if I started a fraudulent nonprofit and then just used, you know, divisive racial terms constantly, Maybe then I could start getting some love from, you know, social media networks, politicians, major corporations, all of the major Boston sporting teams. Maybe then I could start getting it some. So let's just jump right into the meat of this. All right. Um, today was a very good day, a very vindicated day in the life of Turtle Boy. It feels so good when stuff like this happens. Uh, today is the day that Monica Canny Grant finally went down. And, well, it's kind of like the beginning of going down. So here's what happened. If you have not read this blog already, go read it. Uh, we'll relive some of Monica Cannon Grant's greatest hits in a moment. But Monica Cannon Grant, for those of you unfamiliar, runs a uh, fraudulent. She's, a, she's an activist, a Black Lives Matter activist from Boston. Self-appointed leader of the Black Lives Matter whatever organization. I don't even know if, what it's called. But uh, in, in Boston... But a lot of black people in Boston don't like her. Remember, we had like uh, like Black Knight in Boston on Turtle Boy like uh, last year around this time. We had Shug Avery there. And they all hated her. They're like, she misrepresents our community so bad. She's a grifter. That's all she is. She's just a ratchet who's figured out how to use racial politics to make money. That's all she does. So she starts this nonprofit called Violence in Boston and starts collecting grant money from various you know local businesses by scaring them like she's she's the type of person that will tell you like i'm gonna call you a racist and and yell really loudly if you don't write me a check and that's what she did to marty walsh the former mayor of boston now the secretary of labor that's what she's done to a lot of politicians around there and i called her out about a year and a half ago when she made a, a tape there uh calling rayla campbell the congressional candidate uh running against uh ayanna presley who Monica's friends with Congresswoman Presley from the squad. 
she made this video calling Rayla out who is Rayla's a black woman for those of you unfamiliar and said that she likes to ride white penis for a credit score because her husband's white. Well, she might ride a white penis for a credit score, Monica, but at least she doesn't ride black dick for unemployment fraud. At least she's got going that going for her because that's exactly what you did. And that's exactly what happened at your home this morning. Let's watch the video. Hear the heavy breathing. Okay, stop right there. Stop right there. What's with the baby? What's with the baby? Your whole so she she just gave birth like a month ago. The baby's name is Sincere with a with a C. Sincere. I swear to God. So she's holding Sincere as like a uh, like a shield or something. And there's all these men with guns, and they're being very careful. They're like, we're putting our guns down, blah, blah, blah. They've they've raided the house. Her husband, Clark, is outside in custody. I don't know if they broke into the house or what. But they're in there. And if this is going to happen, they are not fucking around. The judge is not going to give the police a warrant to do something like this if they don't have some serious shit. Now, I was unaware of this until they, her house is in Taunton. I said Easton. That's pretty close. She's in Taunton. And she bought a home there uh, under false pretenses, we're going to see, for $410,000 a couple months ago. She finally got out the hood um, and used a lot of uh, donated money in order to do that. Money that was not going towards her house fund. That was not what people gave money for. They gave it for violence prevention in Boston, but instead she bought a home in Taunton with it. And so this all catches up to her. We're going to see why in a moment, but why is she holding the baby? That's what I want to know. Like that, like if the police raid your house like this, which no normal person should ever experience this, but if they do and you have a baby, just put the baby in a crib. Okay. Have one of your, you know, other 30,000 crotch roots. Just keep an eye on the baby. Don't go out and use the baby as a human shield. That's not a good idea. So this is uh let's watch how this goes. <laughs> My sister is upstairs. So can you tell me? Okay. First of all, you got out the hood. Do you not have a box spring, dear? Can you not afford like a bed frame? Jeez Louise. It's also like the like late October. It's getting cold. Why is your air conditioning still in the window? What are you doing? Clean it up a bit, Monica. Jesus. Monica, get up. <laughs> Look at this. No, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. You love it. You love it. You, I, I got 
this was the most satisfying when I got called today about 1230 about this video. Like there is a video. So Monica Cannon Grant's house got raided today by some sort of police. I don't know who, but during the video, while like they were live streaming and her daughter was live streaming it on Facebook. And then they take the phone. (laughs) They end the video because they have a warrant for the phone too. They have a warrant for the phone too. Now, a lot of people are like, is this the end of, uh, and uh, she's like, no, you don't. Oh, yes, they do, dear. Yes, they do. Monica talks a lot. Remember all those hardcore videos Monica made about like, yo, police better not come to my house. If they do, I'm going to come out there. I'm going to fuck them all up. Blah, blah, blah. Bitch, the police came to your house. You know what you did? You cried. You sat there and you cried like a bitch. That's all you are. A whole bunch of talk. Talking and taunting. That's all you are. Another taunting talker. You're nothing. You're nothing now. That's what happened when the police actually came. No violence, no guns. You just cried and you used the baby as a human shield. You absolute fraud. Now, a lot of people are asking, is Monica going to jail? Was Monica arrested? No, she wasn't. Only the husband, Clark, is going to get arrested. We're going to see why in a moment. But, uh, you know, she basically didn't get arrested, I think. And other people are telling me, our sources are telling me. Is that like the whole confiscation of the phones thing? They're gonna take everything in that house. They're gonna take computers, everything, all her records, and that's how they're gonna get her on this shit. Uh, because right now they just have him, and we're gonna see why in a moment. But there's absolutely no way in my I don't see how she doesn't get arrested along with him. Okay, so that's the daughter who is taping it. <laughs> this guy's like, dude, just give me the phone. <laughs> Where are these? There was some dispute about where they're from, if they're feds, if they're somebody said postal police, but other people are telling postal police are a joke. I don't know, but that face right there, it's all coming crashing down. Oh, my all my scheming. Oh, nobody deserves this more than her. Nobody deserves this more than her. She's such an awful, disgusting, vile human being, baby. And this is karma. And I like to think I played a part in this. I really do. Because nobody was talking about violence in Boston Incorporated prior to Turtle Boy coming along. Nobody knew who the fuck Monica Cannon Grant was besides like the Globe and they do. Unless you read the Globe, you know, which very few people do. So here they come, you know, coming in here, all this stuff, taking over, matches on the floor, blah, blah, blah. Look at this is this is the guy. This is uh, <laughs> Mr. Monica Cannon Grant. Oh, my! imagine your wife was Monica Cannon Grant. Just imagine waking up one day and like, I'm married to Monica Cannon Grant. And like, he impregnated her on purpose. Like, or, or even worse, on accident. Like, they just have sex that much that he got pregnant. Imagine that was your job every day is to make love to Monica Cannon Grant. Oh, oh. Something's wrong with that man. Something's wrong with that man. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, uh, there they are on their vacation, living it up. I mean, she's, look at her. She could, she should be on the shot put team. Look at this girl. She's, he's a big boy too, but she just skies over him. Anyway, the criminal complaint. Let's look at it. Let's look at the whole criminal complaint. I'm going to bring it up over here. Get it on the big screen. All right, 
So I won't read the entire thing, but uh, let's go through it kind of like, so this is an actual criminal complaint against Clark Grant, Mr. Monica Cannon Grant, and the background of it. So basically they talk about the coronavirus uh, relief aid, this CARES Act thing, which was honestly, I just, this is the perfect storm of stories because it's like all these terrible things at once, COVID, the government's reaction to COVID, handouts, the never-ending welfare state, Monica Cannon Grant. It's all tied into one. It all just came to fruition. And it it's basically talks about the uh, what the CARES Act is here. Can I get rid of this thing on the side? Let me zoom in a little. Okay. All right. And, you know, how you can get it. And a lot of people did qualify for it. And, uh, you know, like, for instance, I briefly collected some during the whole thing because like I make money on advertising revenue because of COVID nobody was advertising anymore. So like advertising rates went, I didn't do that. The government shut them all down. So I, I'm collecting. I don't give a shit. I, I'm do that shit. So you can collect if you actually were whatever, like if you were economically hurt by COVID, that's okay. You can do that. Oh, and thank you very much, Suzanne. If you guys want to donate to the program, by the way, um, actually, let me get that out one sec. I shared that somewhere. Let me get that out. Hold on. I know I have it. Right. I shared it the other day. The dono thing. There it is. Okay. If you guys want to donate to the program, I can't pin this to the top, I don't think. But if you do want to donate to the program, I oh she already put it. Penelope Long. I already put it. There you go. My uh dollar, my cash app is dollar sign, Uncle Turtle Boy. And unlike Monica, I try to work for a living. I try to like provide an actual service to the community. I'm pretty transparent about what I do. Um, so if you would like to continue this sort of investigative journalism, like this whole happened today, guys, let's be honest. I might not have like put the handcuffs on her, but I got the ball rolling. I got the ball rolling. I put an eye on this one. So again, when you donate, this is the kind of journalism it goes towards taking down pieces of shit like Monica Cannon Grant. And uh, my cash app is dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy. If you donate during the show, you get to write a message. I'll read it out, etc. All right, so let's get back to this. Um, this is you know this is all just explains the background of it and you know what you have to do to get the loan and blah 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 blah. Okay, so statement of probable cause. Since at least 2018 and continuing to the present, Clark Grant has been employed by a company that does business in interstate commerce, okay? Now, it doesn't say on there Violence in Boston Incorporated because uh, what, I, what I've talked to people about this, it, it won't say that for a nonprofit. It won't say, so it'll just say company. Now, I don't know if this guy, I find it hard to imagine this guy has like a job outside of whatever, Monica's grift. I mean, why would he? Of course, he's going to be in on, of course, the family is going to be in on the grift. Duh. It's like the first thing you do with nonprofit fraud is you make sure your family gets rich. But uh, so they don't say which company he is, but he was employed since 2018. That's also the year violence in Boston was founded. So use your brain. Records obtained from the company indicate that Grant worked in position one 
until around July of 2021. At which time he was promoted to position two. What are the odds the husband gets a promotion? At several times during his employment, Grant received pay raises, including in and around August 2020 and in and around July 2021. Employment records indicate that throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, he was employed by and working full-time for the company. So if you were not affected by COVID and the pandemic and the lockdown, then you can't qualify for the CARES Act. You can't, that doesn't, that's for people who through no fault of their own lost their jobs or lost their business or had an economic slowdown as a result of the government forced, you know, lockdowns. Clark was not like that. Clark was working and being paid this whole time. He does not qualify for this at all. So as described, but you know, Monica Cannon Grant, you know, Monica, can I get a grant? She sees government giveaways. It's like a dinner bell. There's no way she's not getting And Mon, You've seen Monica. She's a big fan of dinner, a big fan. As described in more detail below, my investigation is real. That starting in and around May 2020, Grant engaged in a scheme to fraudulently obtain unemployment benefits, compensating him for a period uh, dating back to March 29th, 2020. Continuing till September of 2021. This motherfucker. I collected for like five weeks. I felt bad. I'm like, I, you know, as soon as advertising revenue started coming, slightly coming back in like, what is it? May or June or something. I'm like, okay, I caught my, I just didn't keep renewing it. Cause whatever, like it's, it's not, it's, you're cheating the system. If you're doing that, right. This motherfucker did it for 18 months, 18 months. He did this for. So he goes in order to obtain benefits. He attested under the pains and penalties of perjury that he did not work during the relevant period and did not earn any other income and was unable to work due to COVID-19 because he is self-employed, including as an independent contractor and gig worker and experienced a significant reduction. So when you go to sign up for unemployment and you're like me, you know, or like him, it's like you're independent contractor, right? You're doing your own thing. So you have to actually state that. And by the way, thank you, Suzanne, for the dono. She says, for exposing true frauds and ratchets. I appreciate that. So anyway, um, he goes, uh, in order to obtain the, under the pains and penalties of perjury, he did not work full time. So you, he's lying when he did that. He lied. Like you can't just say, like he's saying basically that I'm an independent contractor and I've lost work as a result of this. But he's not an independent contractor. He works for his wife. Okay. So I just got a text. Glenn Hyde in comments is Monica Canningrin's neighbor and watched it all unfold. Glenn Hyde, I would love to hear from you, my guy. I would love to hear from you. I am going to copy and paste a link to come on the show if you'd like to call in. I can bring you up here. You don't even have to use your face or whatever. I'd love to hear from you though. Okay. So anyway, back to this. Um, in total, Grant wrongfully obtained approximately $67,950 in benefits designed for people who were unable to work due to COVID-19 pandemic, all while collecting his full salary as an employee of the company. This guy got greedy. So here's his application on or about May 20th. He's filed electronically, blah, blah, blah. All his information, driver's license, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So it goes on a lot of details here really are kind of boring. Um, 
the, as submitted the unemployment claims assert that his employment was first affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. Nope. Um, it goes on on his application. He certified he had been able, he had been able and available to work between March 29th and May 16th, but he had not more earned more than $89 in any work week during that period. Oh my God. In addition, now keep in mind, I'm sure he's not the only person to do this. It was so easy. Like I did it, but I told the truth. But I, the whole time I was just thinking like, is any, could anybody lie about this? Could anybody lie about this? So Glenn, I see you backstage. Is that you? Okay. Um, I'm going to bring Glenn on right now. Cause I'm, and we're going to come back to this. I want to hear about the raid itself. I'm going to add Glenn to the stream. Hey Glenn, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So you're Monica's neighbor. Yeah. I was actually at uh, work today. It was like nine 30 and I don't know. I don't know if she wants me to care of but My girl, she called me because yeah. all the cops are there blocking off the road. She could probably yeah. tell you a little better about it. Honestly. So, so what happened? So I woke up this morning and our whole road was blocked off and there was like dozens like of police and there was these other officers called U.S. Postal Postal um, Inspectors and basically they work for like the United like Postal Service but they're like employed by the federal government and that's who like investigates like cases of like fraud so it was like a huge, like, it was like a huge thing. There was like dozens of cops. There was like, our whole road was blocked off. They were like going inside the house and like pulling out like all kinds of stuff. What kind of stuff would it look like they were pulling out? Computers? Just papers, like papers, just like huge boxes. They were just like pulling out like all kinds of stuff out of the house. Yes. Like, the whole road was blocked off. Everybody on my street was like freaking out really what did they think was happening like a hostage situation or something yeah well i had like no idea like they were just like waiting around so i thought it was like i don't know i thought it was like i don't know if it was like drugs or something but like we they're honestly we're pretty like quiet neighbors like they actually like never like gave us like any kind of like well they've only been there for like what a month or so how long have they lived yeah. there is yeah it, like a month it's funny she called me and she thought someone had gotten murdered there first and like oh. she, you like you said, they've only been there for two months, and the other neighbors they just moved in. So we thought like it couldn't have been that, you know. But you never know because the neighbors before that were really bad. So oh, the ones that lived in her house. Yeah, before that were really bad. They were there for like two years, and they if you they were in the drugs and everything. They got arrested a bunch for drugs and everything. And oh wow! Yeah, it was crazy. So we we didn't know what to think, but yeah. Oh. What's it like living next to Monica Cannon Grant? Is she loud? Do you know? Honestly, you... It's, it's funny because we never really talked to her, but we were taking a walk and we said hi to her on Sunday. We said, Hey, how's it going? She said, Oh, hey, how's it going? I didn't realize that'd be the last time I'd say hi to her. You know? Really? So yeah. she, okay. Did you know who she was before that or do you know what Turtle Boy was prior to today? Oh, I knew what Turbo was because I made a lot. It's going back a little bit. I made the 508 is where I'm from remix video for the original. Oh, movie. that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I made that video, the Taunton one. I made that. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh. My guy, Cheddar Crispy. Dude, Cheddar Crispy, he, he's a goddess on the mic. Just got so. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a, I interviewed him once. He's a funny guy. I know. I watched it. I watched it. It was, oh, it was hilarious. So, so yeah, you, didn't, you didn't know who Monica was? No, not at all. Okay. Until the whole thing came up. I mean, because 
she called me, like I said, and I was like, the, you know, I don't know what's going on. Then I figured out, you know, what happened. I'm like, how could you be that dumb? Like, how could you I do know, that? I how know. I know. That? Just, so that, that's what we're going to talk about next is just the insanity of how dumb this was. So no, um, it's crazy. Man. So like you saw paper, like they were bringing out papers, maybe some computers, anything yeah. else you noticed that they brought up? Yeah, they were, like, going in, they were, like, all souped up with, like, gloves. Like, there was just, it was so many, like, like, it was, like, crazy. I actually, I have, like, video and, like, pictures I took on my phone because I didn't know what was happening. So I took yes. a bunch, yeah. Please send. Yeah. No, I have, yes. like, all videos and pictures. And actually, the video that you have on your page of, like, the daughter yelling I have a video of a cop showing that video to another cop and I thought, and it was like a lady screaming. So that's why I thought it was like a murder. Cause there was oh, like, no, that's just what they do. That's just how yeah. it deals with the police. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. Your quiet neighborhood just got a lot louder the second that she moved in there. Cause she's not going to shut up. I don't think she's going to be your neighbor for that much longer. That's going to be my guess. I don't think you're going to like grow up. Well, next to her. There's no one next door. They're all gone. What do you mean? Oh, in in Monica's house, they're gone. Yeah, like you can show it, Glenn, because like there's like all yeah, the lights. I mean, I'm flip the camera on uh, show it, but I mean, listen, I don't, I don't care. You can show it. I've seen, yeah, I've no, seen no, the house. I don't know if it's I can, but like it's kind of dark outside. If I open the window, oh, okay. But like, yeah, there's like no one there really. There's some lights on, but I don't think anyone's really there. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah, no, but yeah, that, that's us. We're right next to it for real, you know. That is freaking wild. What a small yeah. world. I've seen that, dude. I seen it online. I was like, and then I was like, oh, you like call in. I'm like, oh, there's an opportunity right here. Like, yeah, I mean, this is uh, ground. So that's interesting. So the fact that they're bringing all that stuff out of the house that just further leads me to believe that they're the bigger target is her. They want because they're going to go through all of her paperwork and all. They're oh, going yeah. to, and I've been ringing this bell, man. Go back and read the blogs I did. On, I've been ringing this bell. I'm like, there is. I did a huge investigative story into violence in Boston and what a fraudulent nonprofit it is. And I'm like, I I I, I published their tax returns. They had made like eighty thousand. She claimed she made eighty thousand dollars a year in revenue. Yeah, the, whole, the whole nonprofit is the bank account's got half a million in it, half a million, and that's the unspent shit. It's like. There's going to be so much money. They're fucked. They're fucked. 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 The guy, he like applied for the mortgage. I think he only had like a thousand dollars in his bank less account. Than a, less than a thousand. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the other thing. It's like okay, so I'm reading this. I'm like, they have to be the dumbest criminals ever. So you, no, you're, up, you're yeah. going to you're going to buy a house. You're going to apply for a mortgage. You're not. You're too stupid to know that the account with under a thousand dollars is going to get denied. That's yeah. not going to work. So. Also, you know, so he uses the the violence in Boston account, the nonprofit account, which you can't do. The bank, the mortgage company immediately flags that and that opens the whole investigation. But keep in mind, they control the violence in Boston money. So yeah. all they had to do was just pay themselves. So if she had just given herself like a Christmas bonus or <laughs> here's, here, here's a raise and then yeah. now there's money in this account. And now you can get a down payment on a house and get pre-approved. They didn't do that. They're so stupid. Oh my god! I can't no, the whole thing, man, it's just it's insane. I call my parents, and they're just like they couldn't believe it. They're like, "Are you are you serious?" <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Oh, crazy man. Crazy yeah. stuff. 
Well, thank you guys for coming on. I appreciate the insight. Uh, if you have those videos, send them over. Oh, we'll do, man. We'll do. We'll see you All later. Right. Have a good night. That's small world right there. Small world. So, oh, yeah, we got a couple donos here I want to recognize. Thank you for the cash app there. Again, dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy, if you're feeling donate, uh, feeling generous. Nathan Orsiani says, you're the man. Keep up the great work. No, you're the man, Nathan. Thank you very much. Also, we got a couple um, of the Turtle Chat donos. Let me bring these up. One moment. Uh, first one here is from uh, Martha. I believe this is Martha. She says, $10. It's not enough that I succeed. Others must fail. Correct. Correct. Next up, we have Marianne. She says, you made my day. Well, thank you, Marianne. I'm happy to help. And then we have uh, from James Lawless, Turtle Strong, and Connie is afraid of me. Sorry to hear that. Uh, but all right, so let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. Thank you guys for those donos. All right. All right. So, um, Let's keep reading this. So in addition to the uh, grant certified that he had worked in Massachusetts and made over $5,100 in unemployment, whatever, uh, the year before, he claimed his total income in 2019 was $60,000. And so that obviously affects how much money that you can make, I believe, based on your previous salary. And that he had one dependent, is that Monica, who had not already been listed on another unemployment claim. Um, all, all of his PUA benefits went into the bank of America checking account ending in 9180. Remember that 9180, he gets $577 a week plus $25 for the dependency. So that's what over 600 bucks a week. Okay. To continue to receive the benefits, he was required to recertify on a weekly basis. Pretty standard. And you have to like go through this whole thing, like fill it out. And you're like, did you search for work this week? You know, like where you are, you know what I mean? Did you lose business this week? How much did you make this week? You got to do all that. This guy just straight up lies the whole time on it because he's getting money from uh, violence in Boston. Grant attested under the pens of pains and penalties of perjury that he did not work during the relevant period of time. In fairness, I'm sure that's true. Whatever salary Clark Grant is making at violence in Boston is not a result of him working. I will tell you that much right now. I know how these nonprofits work. I did a big one five years ago on the Mosaic Cultural Complex in Worcester, run by this grifter named Brenda Jenkins. They did the same sort of thing, social justice terminology. That's how you get the grant money. It all fell apart when her son, Boo Shamik, a.k.a. Robert Alston, made this ridiculous Facebook post about how all these dumb N-words don't be knowing how to like, y'all are worried about shooting each other when you should be making this nonprofit money and getting your papers up and all this stuff. He like literally, and he's like, just start talking in social justice terms. And those, the white people will just throw money at you. The liberal people, they'll throw money at you. He said the silent part out loud. It led to the destruction of the whole thing. But that that's how these nonprofits work, right? You just, you form a social justice sort of thing. You say the right buzzwords. Who isn't looking to give money to that? Especially after George Floyd died. That's That was Christmas for her. June 2020. She probably made over a million dollars in that one month. I am guessing. I am guessing. She probably didn't account for much of it. But that based on people could not wait to donate. Especially wealthy white people. 
They couldn't wait to just give money to something. Any black, the loudest black person in the room, you get my money. That's the way they do. They didn't, I don't have time to vet this thing. She's Boston Globe says she's legitimate. I got to believe her. I got to believe them. It's the Boston Globe. They wouldn't lie to me, would they? Oh, yes, they would. Oh, yes, they would. So anyway, back to this uh, Clark Grant thing. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's doing all these timesheets. He's, you know, getting paid during them. Who knows if he's working, but he's getting paid by them. Okay. In an example, in August of 2020, he certified that he'd been unable to work full-time or part-time due to the COVID-19 pandemic and had not earned any income during the relevant period, submitting weekly certificates on August 3rd, 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 31st. The company employment records, in, including timesheets, indicate that Grant was employed throughout August 2020 and was, in fact, promoted and given a pay raise of almost $5,000. <laughs> Just, he earned it though, guys. He earned it. He earned it. You know, he he had sex with Monica Cannon Grant. That's worth the raise. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Give the man a bonus. He made love to Monica Cannon Grant. God, that's hazard pay right there if I've ever heard it. This is a typical $5,000 raise. Exactly. Likewise, he certified and, you know, more. so he keeps doing this the whole time. He got another pay raise of $7,000 in July of 2021. Okay, uh, Glenn sent me the pics. I'm going to check them in a moment. So, um, on or about, uh, let's see. So, this is the identity uh, verification request. They don't really need to do that. Here's the good part. The sham independent contractor agreement. This is the best part. On or about March 23rd, unemployment issued an, un an employment substantiation request relating to his claim requiring Grant to provide additional information with respect to his employment. So this is March 23rd, 2021. This has been a full calendar year at this point in which he has been collecting unemployment from you know the COVID stuff. That's a long period of time. So he's raised red flags with them at this point. You should have just walked away, Clark. You, you got a lot of money from the government. You could have just walked away. You could walk, you know, he gets notified. They're like, we need to see to verify the fact that you're an independent contractor. We need to verify this. Now, if I was him at this time and I was committing all this fraud, you know what I would do? I would just stop applying for unemployment and then hope the federal, the government goes away, which they probably would because you're no longer asking for money. Just walk away, dude. You, you you got a full year's worth. You were double dipping for a full year. Nope. Not Clark, though. Not Clark. Clark says he responded um, to the DUA's employment substantiation request by filling out an online form indicating he was self-employed and uploading two pages of documents with the title Independent Contractor Agreement. The document purports to be an agreement between Grant and a named entity with an address in Dorchester for facilities management services. So there's some company in Dorchester uh, that does facilities management was going to hire Clark for some reason. Clark Grant, the guy who's having sex with Monica Cannon Grant to do something. But then he can't do that thing. Because the entity was out of business for an entire year because of COVID. 
And so that's why the, the feds want to see this shit. They're like, they're, the economy's been done open. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what's going on here? Sorry, Christine. I apologize. Anyway, um, DUA reviewed the document and made the following note. Contract does not provide employer in date. Earnings before claim not reported on 1099 and IRS forms. Cause so they're like, dude, you weren't making any money from this guy before the pandemic started. Who is this guy? On or about September 2nd, DUA resent its fact finding request to grant with a 14 day deadline for him to respond with additional information. He uploaded the full four pages of the document purporting to be the independent contractor agreement. So this guy made up a whole agreement thing, which is wild. It is a four-page version, including a signature page with a signature by Grant and the name and signature of someone purporting to be a representative of the entity. A query of both public and law enforcement databases failed to locate anyone in the United States with the representative's name. So he makes up a name, nobody in the country by that name that he's doing business with. Okay. As As confirmed by the Postal Service, the address listed for the entity... In the purported agreement, the Dorchester address doesn't exist. (laughs) This guy listed an address that doesn't exist. That there is no property located or listed at the Dorchester address. Based on this investigation, I believe that this agreement is a sham contract fabricated by Grant in order to further his PUA benefits fraud. According to records obtained from the company, Grant was hired as a full-time employee with the position being being paid approximately. So this is when he worked at uh, Violence in Boston. They were paying him $22 an hour. By 2021, he was making $33 an hour. According to his IRS form in 2020, filed on or about March 9th, 2021, he reported that in 2020, he made $60,000 in wages from the company working in position one, yet he was also filling out these unemployment forms saying that he wasn't making any money at all. According to the records, his PUA claim listed one bank account in which the benefits would be deposited. The Bank of American checking account ending with the number. So this is his personal checking account. Records obtained confirm that this is registered to him. Records obtained confirm that Grant's salary from violence in Boston was being deposited into that account ending in 9180, which he was also using to get unemployment benefits. So both deposits were just going in one after another, like here's your money from work. Here's your money from unemployment. But wait, why are you collecting unemployment? If you're getting money from work, he did this for 18 months, 78 weeks of this, 78 weeks of PUA benefit payments. Insane. Insane. So statements from the Bank of America account reveal that the PUA direct deposits were made to his account um, as part of the CARES Act. Okay. Uh, During whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, details all the money that was going into it and it shows it down here. Okay. On here, you can see, you know, so this money, this is from, this is the uh, welfare fraud, the CARES Act stuff. And then the payroll stuff is like right above it. (laughs) It's like, dude, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? 
Okay. So here, now is the fun part. Now how they ended up in Taunton. Taunton of all, I mean, Monica, if you, this is some ghetto bullshit, Monica, what are you doing? You made all this money, right? Like you, 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 you scammed all these people. You made it like you were clean. You beat the system. The globe didn't write about you. You can, you, you know, you want to get out of Boston, which I understand because you know, the part of Boston where you live is a shithole. You can move anywhere. Like you want to move to the burbs. I get it. For the first time in your life, you're going to go and live to the burbs. Do your thing. Live your, you know, live your dream. Don't go to Taunton. You're going to Taunton. Just not all the burbs are created equal, Hunt. Like when I thought it was Easton, I'm like, oh, okay, that may, that's cool. Good for her. Easton. Easton's a really nice town. Taunton? You're moving to Taunton? It's like the mediocre capital of America, Taunton. It, def it completely defeats the purpose of like getting out of the hood and moving to the burbs. You're going to Taunton. Stop it. I mean, you can go to any of the surrounding towns. Go to Raynham. Go to Middleborough. Go to Plainville. Go to freaking Lakeville is very lovely. I like Lakeville. Go to, you know, East or West Bridgewater. Any of those. Just don't go to Taunton. You might as well go to Brockton. What are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, so back to this. <laughs> okay, that's my taunting rant. So, on or about May 2021, Grant sought to purchase a residential property located in Massachusetts, which was listed at a sale price of approximately $410,000. Bad time to buy, too. What are you guys doing right now, buying houses right now? Terrible time to buy. To purchase the property, he applied for a mortgage loan with a mortgage company in Chicago that does interstate commerce records obtained from bank of America indicate that in May of 2021 grants personal bank of America account had an approximate balance of less than $1,000. Like I was just talking before you dumb, you absolute moron. Like you're going to get approved for a fucking mortgage. You know how much a mortgage is $410,000. You'd be like, yeah, I got like 600 in the bank though. Yeah, that's not going to cut it. They're not going to give you, you know, because it, it's not just a $400,000 loan they're giving you. Like, they're doing that and interest. Altogether, you're you're basically paying like $700,000 for this house because I know you're not putting a big down payment down if you're, if you're, <laughs> if you have under $1,000 in your bank account. But this guy, he went and tried it. <laughs> he, he gave it a shot. So obviously they're like, that's not going to work to augment his financial assets. Grant's falsely listed as a personal asset, a bank account on the mortgage application. That was not a personal asset. Specifically, he listed a bank of America account ending with the numbers 0512 that according to his application contained 461,000. $548.73. This account did not belong to him. According to records obtained from Bank of America, the account ending with that number was registered in the name of a nonprofit organization whose stated purpose was to reduce violence and provide community aid to disenfranchised communities. 
the nonprofit, and that had been founded by an associate of Grant, a.k.a. his wife. He served as an officer of the nonprofit with the title of director from 2017 to the present, according to the Secretary of State's records. Based on my training experience, I believe that as director of the nonprofit, he was aware that he could not claim the nonprofit's fund as his personal assets. First of all, the most I I was so happy when I saw this because I'm like, validation, baby, validation. She published her taxes, and I published them too, rather, that showed that she claimed that non that uh, violence in Boston was making, I think, eighty thousand dollars a year in revenue, which I was like, yeah, right, yeah. That means she's hiding money, hiding money. Well, this shows that she, you have half a million dollars just sitting there. That's not that's the unspent money. That's the unspent money. I have so much to go through now. Remember she said she got $6,000 for Rachel Rollins to pay for people's abortions. She said that in one clip. She said that. She's taken, you know, 10 grand here from people, 10, you know, another 20 grand here from companies that just feel guilty and just keep throwing money at her. And I exposed all this. Nobody cared besides, I mean, you people already, at least I've stained her name. Like a lot of people know who she is, but a lot of people clearly don't including his neighbors. They didn't know who she was, right? So the reason is that like, there's a whole segment of the population in Massachusetts that lives in the Boston suburbs, right? The, the wealthy liberal suburbs, the Wellesleys, the Westons, all those towns, right? People there read the Globe still. They're the only people, but they still read it. Melrose. And the Globe has been writing lovely stories about her for years. She's a civil rights icon. Look at Monica Lead. Yeah. I made Stephanie Ebert and Zoe Greenberg, the, the two pr primary Globe reporters who have written glowingly about Monica Cannon Grant, and let them know. And Tori Bedford, who your tax dollars pay for her salary over at WBRU, taxpayer-funded radio, I made them all aware of this. You know what they did? They blocked me. They blocked me. They're not interested in the truth or the fact that this woman has scammed them. They're interested in a narrative. They like the story. They're wealth. They're just, you know, white girls from the suburbs too. And it, it felt good for them to feel like I'm making a difference. I am writing about a black woman. I am. Look at me. I'm good. I'm good. And then all of a sudden the white boy from Holden comes along and I put the truth out there. And they're like, ah, oh, shit. Well, this is going to fuck up our never. Let's should we write about this? Nah, just block him. It's easier to just block him. We'll just block him. He'll go away soon. I'm never going away, dear. I'm much better th at my job than you'll ever be at your job. I didn't waste my time going to journalism school. I just have this thing called common sense and a thirst for the truth, something you don't have clearly. Which is why you'll never you'll you'll be working at the Globe. You're probably like 28 now, right? You'll be there for a few more years. Then you'll want a raise when you're like 35 and cost of living goes up because they ain't going to give you a raise. And then you're going to be like, can I get a raise? And they're like, you know what? We got these graduates from Emerson over here who are willing to take your place for less money. So we're going to go ahead and let you go. And then you're going to go online and cry about the state of journalism and more Healy's going to try to bail your ass out. And that's, you know, that's going to be your life. But anyway, back to, I digress. So, yeah, he's making all this money, okay, and he's got all this money in the account, and Moron tries to use that as a personal asset, which obviously you cannot do. 
So records obtained from the mortgage company, and this is how they got caught. This is how these dumbasses got caught too. If he hadn't done that, it, like I said before, if you had just, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe somebody can, maybe I'm wrong about this, but it seems as if you control the Boston violence in Boston account, right? You can pay yourself whatever you want. You gave yourself a $7,000 raise for absolutely no reason. Just give yourself another raise. Give yourself a $50,000 raise this time. Just do it. Just do it. And then you have enough money in your personal account. And when you go to get your mortgage and you show me your account, you're like, yeah, I got all this money in it. I'm legit. Awesome. But, you know, these dudes, they, they didn't they didn't think it through. They didn't think it through. They got too greedy. They got too greedy. So he submitted this thing with the mortgage company. Uh, he confirmed a balance of $447,000. Um, yeah. So that's basically what he did. Um, and then the mortgage company identified other problems with his mortgage application. For example, records obtained by the mortgage company during its diligence process showed that Grant was receiving both the salary from his employer, which is Monica Cannon Grant, his wife, as well as unemployment benefits from DUA. So the mortgage company is the one that first starts looking into this. He would not have gotten caught if they just stayed in Roxbury. <laughs> just keep your ass in Roxbury, dummy. Um, and this is the explanation he gave to the mortgage company. The unemployment deposits were due to the cleaning contracts that were canceled due to COVID-19 because people stopped cleaning during COVID-19. They go, that's not good enough. We're going to need more information. And he writes this one concerning the cleaning contract that was offered to me during the COVID-19, they provided a contract, but was never, I mean, were never able to provide services to this company. Several attempts were made to contact them but I was unsuccessful. What? <laughs> I called them up and they weren't there. Oh, okay. So there you go. So Monica Cannon Grant um, needs to be in jail for this. She does. Like this was largely her doing. There's no way she was not made aware of this. Like let's look at, and I'm going to look at uh, those messages in a minute, but um. I've kind of highlighted that again. I want to play a couple things. If you're unfamiliar with this one, this is so here's their corporate structure. Monica Cannon Grant is the president. The treasurer is a woman named Zaina Marchant. She's in Winchester. This is Zaina Marchant. She is the she's your classics, NIMBY, suburban living in a white wealthy town liberal that wants to feel good about herself. She really does. She wants to feel good about herself. She's on the school committee. These are the kind of people that get elected to school committees. And she's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to become, I really like Monica. Monica's so nice. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm helping a black person. I'm good. Pat me on the head and tell me I'm good. Right No, You know, you're actually a racist Zaina. You're a racist by, you know, you used Monica as a token. That's what you did. That's called tokenism. It's a little bit racist there. Just helping a black person because they're black does not make you a good person. Helping people in need is good for sure. But Monica Cannon Grant wasn't in need. She clearly doesn't miss many meals. 
And you're like, you know what? I want to feel good about myself though. And she's listed as the treasurer. How is she not being arrested too? They should be arresting her. And I, there's going to be more. You heard about all the boxes they were taking out of their house. They are going to go through all of violence in Boston Incorporated's records. All, this is like Turtle Boy Boner Day. I've been waiting for this day for so long. I've been all of the work is worth it. I'm the one that got the balls rolling on this one. Okay. They screwed up by getting greedy, and the mortgage company definitely did a lot more than I did at the end of the day. But they're I bet you they're going to use Turtle Boy blogs now as part of their investigative series. Like, of course they're going to. I've done all the legwork on this one already. I got all the documents. I got everything. Go look, Google her name on the site. I've done like 40 blogs on this woman. But Zayna Merchant, she needs to go down too. It's an, an, Oh, I didn't know. Bitch, you're listed as the treasurer. You're listed as the treasurer. You chose to become associated with these lowlifes. You were well aware of who she was and you stayed with her anyway because you wanted to feel good about yourself. Your white guilt made you think, I can't get rid of Monica. She's black. She's going to call me a racist if I do that. I can't. No, I have to pretend she's like this good person. I have to pretend Turtle Boy's the bad guy. He's the white supremacist here for exposing corruption. Only a white supremacist would expose corruption. Blah, blah, blah. Keep in mind, I mean, go back and read my stories on this one. Okay, uh, I did a Freedom of Information Act request with the city of Boston to find out how much uh, grant money she was getting from the city of Boston. How much was $54,000? It came back a month, uh, 11 months later. In COVID relief fund, $54,000 in your money paid for that. Your money. Um, she has the endorsements. I mean, like, look at the people pictured here, Okay. Like, uh, this is, here's Joe Kennedy. We're here at Fruitless Hall. I'm here with a dear friend Look of mine, Margaret tool bag. Over the course of the past 10 weeks. You know how hard it is to make Ed Markey likable? This guy did it. I, I'm still happy Ed Markey won that election. Because at least Ed Markey's kind of like a joke, and he's not going anywhere. If, if, if Joe Kennedy had won that primary, he would have won the general election. He's like 39 years old. He would have had that seat for as long as he wanted. He would run for president someday. And he hitched his wagon to Monica Cannon-Grit. Okay. He's like, I love Monica. Has fed over 60,000 kids in our community and even food. And I'm so honored to be here. We're helping out. I'm holding some food and, and, and helping get it set up. But uh, just want to say thank you to Monica. And here she is. Here she is. Shut up, Joe. Here's Andrea Campbell, a failed mayoral candidate. Um, who's, uh, decided that she, you know, she was not going to distance herself from Monica, despite all of the things that we unearth here's, you know, just a small fraction of all this money she's showing that she's bringing in. There was tons of it, tons of it. And let's not forget. I mean, this is the bigger thing. This video, if you haven't seen this video, you need to, this video is disqualifying. This video should be disqualifying. Let me play this. Keep your fucking hands off. And then there's Heifer running against Ayanna Presley. This one here with the white husband. At some point, we're going to have to have a conversation with black folks who get in a relationship with white folks and then forget that they black. We're going to have to have that conversation. 
And I know it's going to fuck with y'all nerves. It's going to be uncomfortable. But we're going to have to have that conversation because if white vagina and white penises jeopardize your melanin, then we need you to sit in the back of the classroom and this ain't your part of the show and you don't get to talk right now. And so you practice some self-love, know your history, and realize where the fuck you came from. This ain't your part of the show. There's nothing wrong with my penis. Stop it. I need all the people that understand what it is to wake up black, regardless of how many educated gang symbols you have at the end of your name, regardless of how close in proximity you are to white supremacy, regardless of how many white penises you ride. And I ain't mad at you, sis, because if you ride in that motherfucker for a credit score, get you that house, boo, get your 40 acres in your mule. Um, that is the most racist thing I've ever heard in my life. Ride a white penis for a credit score. Get you that 40 acres in that mule, which is a reference to slavery. That is what um, some slaves received after uh, slavery was ended and the Civil War was ended. 40 acres in a mule so they could you know, open their own farms and stuff like that. So she's basically saying like the only reason Rayla, she's talking about Rayla, the black woman running for Congress against her friend, Diana Presley, that the only reason Rayla would be with this man, her white husband is not because she loves him is because she needs him for the credit score. Rayla grew up on the South shore. Okay. <laughs> like Rayla doesn't need to marry a white guy for a credit score. Monica, she's not you. She did not like a freaking piece of trash that grew up acting like this. Like she doesn't need that. I know it's hard for you to understand that not all black people are the same and not all white people are the same that you seem to. I mean, that's the most racist thing about her is she assumes that all black people must think the same way and all white people must think the same way. And that's why people like Rayla Campbell are such a threat to her. It's why they hate people like Rayla more than they hate me is because they view, she views people like Rayla as traitors, right? As you know, like how dare you have sex with a white man? You should have sex with an unemployed 400 pound man named Clark who gets arrested for unemployment fraud. Like I did do it the right way. Keep it real. Okay. Rayla. Okay. She can't even ride a penis for a credit. If she rode a penis, she would crush that penis. That would be dangerous. Gravity would not be good on your penis. That's out of the question. Out of the question. Sorry for talking about sex and Monica can't agree again. So back to this. Just don't forget that you a nigga. Haitian black man. But I get it. He living in Utah. He getting pink uncooked vagina. Uncooked I get it. What? I get it. What I need you to do, though, is keep your mouth shut on black shit if you ain't ready to be black. That's what I need you to do. I need you to Me? shut the fuck oh, up. Rayla? Tomorrow and be disrespectful. And I'll be damned if I let this, this, this melanin-adjacent woman Melanin. whose proximity to white supremacy is so disgusting, right? Um, melanin adjacent. That's still one of the great quotes of all time. She's melanin adjacent. <laughs> well, honey, now you, as Brett said before in the comments, now you, your husband's innocent adjacent. So he's got that going for him. <laughs> Be disrespectful to our congresswoman because white folks have convinced her that 
They, she's been drinking the water. I don't, I don't know. I just white folks have convinced her that she was better. I don't know. She was one of those. Um, she's an exceptional Negro. Is that what it is? Oh, okay. Uh, she, she crossed county lines to disrespect a white woman. Malcolm X would have blew somebody's fucking head off. Oh, you're gonna blow her head off. Ordered the motherfucking whatever. And I get it. You've been riding white penis for a while. I don't give a shit. You and Tom, Chad, Bill can get it. Chad working and they recognize the master don't give a shit because at a drop of a dime their men was fucking slaughtered in front of them we were raped and had to breastfeed their little ignorant ass kids that build fucking methamphetamine labs in the goddamn basement and then you had the house negro who was so excited about being in the motherfucking house uh, that every time master got sick they're like we sick master and every time master did something we did it master what and, and God forbid one of us tried to get, get away, the house negro would go, look, they, they trying, trying to get, get away, away master. master. This is what they she's talking about, really. That's what this woman is. And Randolph, and we we're going to figure out how to organize an event for our congresswoman, Ayanna Presley. So she's... We need this effort to understand that no, regardless of how many white penises she ride, and regardless of how many white supremacists she recruit, and regardless of how many Trump supporters that she support, that at the end of the day, keep your hands off. Okay. Keep, Keep your, your fucking, fucking hands, hands off. off. And then when it comes to our district attorney, Rachel Rollins, yes, I fuck the police all day long and twice on a Sunday. But what you're not going to do is put your hands on that black woman, you poor white man. Okay, keep in mind, this is not a competitive district. I love Rayla, but she's not going to beat Ayanna Presley. The district's like Democrat plus 50. It's one of the most liberal in the country. She wasn't a serious threat. <laughs> like, and she's like acting like it's like the end of the world. And just how dare you run as a Republican? How dare you? I'm going to threaten to blow your fucking head off. Keep in mind, I put this video out there. I sent this video everywhere. This blog was read almost 100,000 times. Everyone at the Globe saw this video. And they were just like, you know what? I'm going to pretend like I didn't just see that. And like, I didn't just see this one. Bail fund. Y'all better call Black Lives Matter Boston because these white officers picked the right one today. What's the numbers again? 877. And what's the other one? 1799. She's ignorant. She had her fucking foot in my kid's back. Today is the day. Y'all better, better come, come collect, collect y'all's offices, offices. And that's, that's not, not a fucking threat. Because y'all sit and talk about police relations and community police fucking relations. And all of these fucking motherfuckers having these basketball events taking pictures of cops. Y'all ain't telling these fucking babies these are the same cops that are going to beat the shit out of them and run them the fuck up on them when you pick the right one today. Oh, so she seems nice. That's lovely. Okay. So she does stuff like this pretty much all the time. I'm going to go to somebody's send me a video in the inbox that I'm going to go play now. Cause if you haven't seen this, everyone needs to see this now that I have people's attention. I got another one. I'm going to play for you real quick. And the way that I interact with people. Let me see. Let me play this one. Stop screen. So the way that I show up and the way that I interact with people has to be a certain way, but it sucks. <laughs> it sucks on so many levels. So 
Um, yeah, yeah, definitely went through a year of, of, of just ups and downs, being taken, being taken advantage, advantage of, of, given so given much so money that I'm going to be audited for it. And man, Lee, when you go back and you be like, I gave who what? And the IRS is like, yeah, so can you tell us why? Um, and, these, and some of these people be the same people that be dragging you. And it's, just, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, that is so, that is so fucking good. Thank you for sending that video. Thank you for sending that video. I'm also going to check my messages here. I got a message, uh, by the way, from a donor that says, somebody said that um, anonymous donor wants to pay to send Glenn and his girlfriend Turtle Boy hoodies to rock in the yard, <laughs> which is just crazy. So you heard that, Glenn. I think, did Glenn send? Okay, so I'm checking the videos that Glenn sent me. My inbox just blow, blew up today. Okay, so let's check some of these out. All right, some pictures from today. So here are, that appears to be people outside the house. Oh man, a lot of cops there. Look at a crime scene tape. Holy shit. You know how the boys do. Look at that. Here we go. Hmm. Being a little slow. It's okay. Hmm. All right. Sorry, that's crapping out. Maybe I can get it to come back later. But anyway, um, I want my goal from this point on. So now we got all. Now we're on the offensive again against Monica Cannon Grant. Um, I now you got to strike when the iron's hot, guys. This is my philosophy. Every single person. Actually, first thing I want to do is take a vote here because the, the Herald's already written about this. And I'm generally curious about this. Will the Boston Globe write about this? I'm going to see. I think I can make a poll on this. Let's see if I can make a poll real quick. Um, let me see what we got here. Can I edit this? Edit post. That's no edit live video. Um, can I set up a poll here? Let's see. I think I could do it in my, okay. I'm going to create a poll. So question is uh will the boston globe cover this story yes no let me see save did the poll just come up did the poll come up hmm I've never done one of these polls before. Let's see if the poll came up. Okay, or not. Let's just vote in the comments anyway. 
So uh, let's see. What do people say? Vote yes or no? Most people are saying no. Does anybody think they will? Anybody think the Globe is going to write about this? I'm honestly like 50-50 on this. I just, I don't know how the Globe can't cover this. Because now that, like they can ignore a YouTube video or whatever. It's unethical for them to do that. But like, you cannot ignore the fact that this public figure's house was raided by the feds. And her husband was arrested for COVID relief fraud. Like, that's a huge story. Huge. They have to cover this, right? They have to. And if they, when they do that, they have to say, you know, we've written about Monica on these dates in the past, right? That's what I'm saying, Lisa. How can they ignore the story? It's, it's too big. Oh, they'll definitely won't cite me. They're, they definitely will not cite me. They'll cite, like, you know, and violence. And, um, so I got, I know the guy who runs live Boston, um, and live Boston's the first one that put out, obviously that this raid had happened and I knew this had happened. I, and so I'm like, but I had the video. So I'm like, he called me and he's like, you know, telling me he's out there. I'm like, dude, I have the video. (laughs) And during the video, she gets, uh, like the video ends because the, the phone itself is evidence and they have the warrant for it. He's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, no, seriously, dude, seriously. Um, yeah. Oh, the globe has written about it. The globe has written about it. People are now telling me that's what I'm saying. I'm like, there's no way they can ignore this one. No freaking way. Director of anti-violence nonprofit accused of claiming group. So this is three hours ago. I don't know if I have any clicks left on the globe. I'm definitely not paying a dime to watch it. Oh, actually, let's read it together. It I, looks like I got my clicks back. Okay, so they said the Globe has written about it, but it's very light. Let's see what they put. A director for anti-violence. Let me make this bigger for you people. A director for anti-violence um, nonprofit uh, founded by community organizer Monica Cannon Grant was arrested on federal charges that he illegally claimed the organization's funds as personal income. Clark Grant, uh, who was listed as a founding uh, uh, founding director, appeared in district court in Boston Tuesday after being taken into custody at Taunton home earlier in the day. The organization, is, so she doesn't even mention that they're married. The organization has stated its mission to help survivors of violence and has played a major role in staging large anti-racism demonstrations in Boston. Clark uh, Grant and Cannon Grant, who was named Bostonian of the Year, (laughs) at least they admit that, by the Boston Globe magazine, are married. In the 15-page after David, officials accused Grant of running two fraudulent schemes. Um, Blah, blah, blah. We kind of went over that already. Uh, Rosen didn't identify the nonprofit by name, but online records indicate that it is violence in Boston. Um, the state land records show Grant and Cannon Grant bought a single family home in Taunton for $410,000 in July. Bank records obtained during the investigation show Grant had less than $1,000 in a personal bank account when he applied for the mortgage. 
from then until last month, prosecutors alleged he, uh, blah, 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 blah. You know, all the stuff that I kind of went over already. During a hearing before the magistrate judge, Judith Dean, a federal prosecutor said Grant faces up to 20 years in prison on the wire fraud charge and up to 30 years in prison for the allegation of making false statements. Wild! Wild! He did not... I don't give a fuck about this guy, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't even want him to go to prison. I want her. There's no way she's not behind this. Grant didn't... Because she would just leave him in a second if he went to jail, and she'd find some new guy to scam off of, you know? I want her to go down. Oh, look at this. Grant didn't enter a plea and was released without bail. Attorney Julianne Olson, the public defender, <laughs> we're still paying for this guy's lawyer, said in court he's employed but on leave from his work until December to care for his newborn. Said, oh, for fuck's sake, with the paternity leave, Mayor Pete. Oh, holy Mary Pete. Oh, God. This paternity leave shit, guys. Can we not? Can we not? Seriously. I took... I blogged while my, like, the day of my kids, like, go check the archives. I blogged when both of my kids were born. You're running your own business. Go to work. Sorry. You don't have to breastfeed. You'll be there to help out. Like, the kid doesn't need you. The wife does. Okay? Help her out. Give her a back rub. Do something. Okay? That's it. That's your job. This whole idea that, like, the dad has to be around for three months for bonding, whatever. Like, trust me. I bonded with my kids. Just fine. We have a great relationship. We, we bonded, baby. Oh, God. This motherfucker with his... These people with their three months off for paternity leave. What a joke this country is. What an absolute joke, Mayor Pete. Anyway, this is this story is with everything that's wrong with America in like one ratchet pie. Um, maternity leave until January. Okay, so she's on maternity leave too. Dean ordered Grant to seek permission from a probation officer if he wishes to apply for unemployment benefits while he awaits for trial. They're going to let him keep collecting? That's what this whole thing's about. <laughs> this can't be real. Are there any comments on this? Can I read the comments? They, uh, they're like, we're not keeping the comments up for this one. No way. No way. Ah, uh, so that's a shame. That's a shame. Anybody else send me stuff? Exactly. Like this whole, let's take a vote on this. Do you guys think men need like a month or two months paternity leave? One, if you think, yeah, they deserve that too. If it's like, go to work. What do you guys think? One or two? One for yes. Two for get back to work. That's what me. I mean, the men can have, a, the women, sure. I mean, the women you gave birth. It's physically taxing. You need to like breastfeed and, you know, do shit like that. The men, you'd need to earn that money. Look at all these. You guys really think men should have two months off from work? What? To help out. Oh my goodness. You guys really think that? What? Two months off? Trust me. They don't need you that badly. A couple weeks, maybe. Yeah. But like, they really don't need you that badly. The baby just shits and cries and sleeps. That's it. 
it, it sleeps a lot too. And when you pick it up, you rock it. You walk around with it. You talk to it. You bond with it. Period. You can also do that when you get home from work. Okay. You can do that at night. The baby's going to cry at night. You can wake up. I'm all for that. Like the baby wakes up crying in the middle of the night. The man takes care of it. I'm like, split that. That's fine. Totally. I'm progressive like that. Two months off from work. Are you kidding me? What are you doing all day? Well, the baby's sleeping. What are you doing? You didn't give birth. Not This isn't taxing on you. Go to work. Yeah, maybe if it was triplets. Maybe if it was like that show where the guy had five kids. Maybe. Good point. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, did I have any more messages here? I think I had a couple more that people sent me. Uh, let's see. Okay, not Monica. Okay, somebody said, all right, so that's that. What do I got here for a message? Okay, we got more Monica clips. I know these are going to be good too. Let me see. I trust these. Hold on. I haven't heard these clips, but I bet you they're good because I trust the sauce. And by the way, these are the interviews she did during her Michaela Miller scam. If you guys are unfamiliar with that story, go back and might read my reporting on that. Uh, a girl named Michaela Miller, uh, was she 15? I believe she was 15 years old in Hopkinton. Um, she, uh, she's a black girl, um, lesbian, had a girlfriend. Uh, the girlfriend and her broke up. She did not want to break up. And she was, you know, young in love and suffering from mental health issues. And the girlfriend, Caitlin Anderson, attempted to be friends with her and, and be nice with her. But when, when, when Michaela found out that she was dating another girl, this upset her very much. And she went off the deep end. And there are emails that I published of this girl reaching out, Caitlin Anderson, reaching out to her guidance counselor and teachers telling her, I'm worried about Michaela, that she's going to hurt herself, that she's going to self-harm. She's talking about it. She did it on a face on, on a Snapchat to me. And they did nothing. They did nothing. And then one night, one day, Michaela Miller walked 50 feet into the woods and hung herself, not like from a tree, but like from standing up and like leaned over that way. And she did that. And it was horrible. And instead of, you know, taking this time to talk about mental health issues and stuff like that, Monica and her friends made up all this ridiculous lie that this girl was lynched by Caitlin Anderson and four other white kids. Just a completely fabricated lie. The medical autopsy report came back saying suicide. And she just kept going with it. She raised $60,000 with the GoFundMe to do an independent autopsy on Michaela Miller's body. She said she hurt her that they had a witch doctor in another state. She didn't say which one. They took the body out, even though Michaela Miller was cremated. So they took her non-existent body and they brought it to another state to see an unnamed doctor, a medical examiner, who did an autopsy that was paid for with donations based off of this lie. And then she never said what the results were, ever. And nobody asked. It was just a $60,000 scam. That's all it was. So let's play this. This is 
right around that time. I was under the line. I think that kid ain't never seen a million dollars under the line. I think a lot of people assumed that that money was in my personal bank account and they tried to MC him and me. Um, <laughs> for lack of a better term. <laughs> and so um, I had to kind of navigate and deal with that. I, uh, one of the things that people don't understand is you don't get to touch that money, right? Um, unless you want to go to jail. I am going to any person who goes from the bottom to the top real, real fast. The moment that happens, the IRS is knocking at the door like, hello, I'm here. So, you know, you got to go through audits with we're in the middle of making sure we get them all the documentation and receipts for because you went from 40000 to a cool mill real quick. Um, they want to make sure that it's not crack money. Um, and so those things are true, but I think... This is before she tried to buy the house too. So that is amazing that she just said that. That kid ain't never seen a million dollars. I did a million dollars. I did a lot. I think that kid ain't never seen a million. Okay, so that's that's that. That is absolutely perfect. Absolutely freaking perfect that she did that. And so what I'm trying to do, what I need from people out there, turtle riders, get me any screenshots of her associating or you know. Uh, with people of influence, uh, I, like that, the Boston Bruins one, the Celtics one. I want all those. I'm going to throw them all in a big blog. And every corporation that donated to them, I want to contact all of them, baby. This is tur this is Christmas for Turtle Boy right now. We are going to have some fun with this. So this is her. Um, you can search for keywords on here. Give me some words, keywords I can use to search for a Monica's name. I bet you she's going to shut her page down soon. So let's get as many as we can. By the way, let me check out this one, actually. Check out this tweet. So huge thanks to city councilor Julia from Boston, who is just a fucking joke herself who was at the violence in Boston dedication uh, supported Monica throughout this is just completely worthless. She's the same one who said that um, murders are up in Boston because because of the asphalt, the asphalt is getting people killed. It's too hot, too hot. So we need to figure out something to do about that. Thank you, Suzanne. She just donated five. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, So that, that is too good. So check this. So here she is with uh, Julia Mejia says huge. Thank you to city councilor Julia for Boston for this beautiful citation for the work I was able to do alongside community during phase one. So while she was scamming the government, <laughs> she's getting awards for scamming the government. And this felt good for her. This protesting and politics go hand in hand. If voting didn't matter, they wouldn't be so hyper-focused on interfering with and stealing the black vote. Violence in Boston with Lyft provided all elected officials the option of rides to the polls. Oh, good. So she's okay. So she's like basically saying we can burn, we can vote and burn shit. That's good. That's good. Check on my children. Cash at me. Oh, my God. 
Who should I look for here? What's this say? Let's look, let's go back to this other one. Let's do a keyword search. Let's see if we can get pictures of her with as many politicians as we can. Anybody who matters. I want to see what we can find on her. I did Marty Walsh here. I couldn't find any images of them together. Let's see. Thank you, Marty Walsh. <laughs> thanks for the donations, Marty Walsh. Special thanks to Mayor Marty Walsh. Oh, great. Awesome. Remember, Marty Walsh let her live at that uh, at that place in Hyde Park for free, completely free. Uh, who else can we search for? Who who else did she associate? Let's see. Let's see Elizabeth Warren. I want to see what comes up with that. I'm voting for Elizabeth Warren on Super Tuesday, a candidate that actually has a working agenda. For black America. Oh, yes. I mean, Elizabeth Warren was not afraid to associate with her either. Who else? There's got to be some other good one. How about the Celtics? Let's look up Celtics. I think she was at... Oh, check this out. Look at this. Look what the Celtics did for her the other day. Huge thank you to the Celtics for this amazing opportunity to watch their win over the Raptors, creating beautiful memories. This was my husband and the Rainbow Babies' first Celtics game. Hashtag Heroes Among Us perks. So they brought her whole family to the game. That is the criminal right there. That is the girl, the daughter who taped it all. There's Monica with the baby. This fine gentleman in the back, that's a gangsta gangsta boy. You may remember him from the rap video. Bling, bling, I'm gonna shoot you dead, dog. Bam, bam, dog, dead, motherfucker. Blood everywhere, dog. Yeah, that's him. That's him. So the Celtics are honoring that. That is what, that's very progressive. She's a hero. Good job, Celtics. Good job. Well done. There they are, front row. Grifton pays. Grifton pays. What can you say? It is what it is. So that, that's one on the Celtics. Um, honored tonight at a ceremony by the Celtics as a hero among us. Taco Fall joined the call. Great. Awesome. Great job, guys. Way to do your research. But, um, so that's how the story started. But with the program, it's, it's, it's really, really just you. You, you don't, don't have a lot of staff members. To be able to help you, what challenges do you face operating by yourself? Exhaustion. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so it's just been me and my husband helps when he can, and my children who are like, lady, we're tired of working for you for free. And so I'm hopeful that in this process of fundraising that we're trying to do. You hear what she said about her husband? He helps when he can. Then why is he getting a full salary if he just helps? when he can god there's going to be so much incriminating shit i hope the feds look at all this shit oh please do look at this look at the celtics our mass state lottery hero among us is a force to be reckoned with an activist who fights for her community her efforts help to spearhead initiatives to prevent violence no they don't no they don't programs to feed families in need and a number of marches. She held marches, so that's good. 
to support the Black Lives Matter movement. This is like, and then the comments, everyone's like, she seems nice. She seems nice. And it's just, this tweet has not aged well. I mean, this is embarrassing. Embarrassing for the Celtics to be associated with something like this. Absolutely embarrassing. Let me look up Bruins. It comes up for that. Okay, nothing. But I definitely know she like flew a flag. How about Red Sox? Did my black pass? The Red Sox never honored me. Oh, because they did not. Be careful. Your racism is showing. I'm shopping at Walmart to take care of the community that you tried to represent and failed, douchebag. Are you trying to add attacking black women to your resume? So she doesn't like when uh, black guys go after her either. Apparently. So she goes, she especially takes offense to that. There was, let me look up Ayanna Presley. I definitely know Ayanna Presley like posted about her. Oh, by the way, here's Devin McCourty. Check this out. Look what I found. Holy shit, it's been a long show, but it's been a good one. That is awesome. Monica Cannon Grant, Devin McCourty here, and I just want to say this is a huge shout-out. I know about the annual turkey giveaway that you do uh, with Violence in Boston, Inc. That is awesome. I just want to give you a huge shout-out, being in the community, doing it at Hyde Park. Um, I don't know, for anybody that wants to check this out, 1120, located at 96 business street in hyde park massachusetts giving away turkeys uh, for the holidays man this is awesome uh, so keep doing what you're doing big shout out to what you guys are doing i hope you can feed a lot of people maybe you should be more focused on shutting down cd lamb than you know promoting this nonsense okay devin mccordy seriously can you play some defense there that was embarrassing what dak prescott did to you guys the other night embarrassing you should be embarrassed about that um, let me see here. I definitely want to see Monica Cannon Grant Presley. Let's see what comes up. There's definitely a tweet here from Ayanna Presley in which she messages her. Um, maybe I can't. I had it before, but whatever. You guys get the point. Hey, there they got together. There she is. All right. Um, what's it? Ask Monica Cannon Grant why you're comparing Presley's call for public protest. Fox News. So Adam Riley works for Talk Rate, talk, like uh, WBRU. And so the mass GOP was calling out. Ayanna Presley's call for uh, unrest in the streets. And then they're like, why didn't you ask Monica Cannon Grant? It's like, why doesn't, why didn't he write about this? Like Adam Riley sees all of these things. He only has like 10,000 followers. He's well aware of this. His organization's choosing not to write about any of this. Nothing. Nothing. 
and you search for her on Twitter and it's basically just turtle boy stuff that comes up. Like it's everywhere. It is literally impossible to miss any of this. And it all comes up. Okay. Oh, look at Mark Levin, Levin wrote about it. Vicious racist sleaze. <laughs> so right-wing media wrote about it, but somehow our local media did not, did not. Okay. All right. All right. Why don't we do any questions that you guys have? Um, do we have any more donos in the turtle chat? Let me see. Negatory. Okay. All right. Any questions you guys have? Um, fire away. Maybe who's asleep? I'm not answering whose questions. The cash app is dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy if you feel like donating that way. What about the Karen for me? Yeah, it looks like we ran out of time for that one. We're going to have to save that one then. We're going to get to him though. Trust me. We're going to get to him. That was what I was planning on talking about today. But then when the feds raid Monica Cannon Grant's house, your plans change. Let's just say that. What's up with Tom Mountain these days? I did a follow-up blog on him the other day. The Mass GOP is welcoming in, into their ranks. They So the Mass GOP, uh, many of the members of that their organization decided that they're cool with a sexual deviant like that being, you know, heavily involved with this. Will Ben Crump fly out to defend Mayor Clark? <laughs> we'll see. Oh, he's talking about you. Oh, okay. Would you like to come on the program? I don't want to mispronounce your name. Notice there's an apostrophe in your name. Chai Karan. Wait, Chai Karan, wait. If you'd like to come on the program, Chai, um, and uh, especially if you disagree with me, those are the best ones. So if you'd like to come on the program, I am going to drop the link to it right here. Okay. Uh, Chief Sandwich says, um, $10 for Clark equals way into Monica Cannon Grant's docks. Can you bring baby to jail? He's actually not in jail. He's actually out. So he's got that going for him. What's Chai been saying? I didn't see it. Yeah. I'm going to run for state committee. I don't give a shit. I'm going to start getting involved in politics. I mean, why don't these people ever want to come on? All these people, they come on and mm, I'm in the comments. Mm, I don't bite. I mean, you're afraid of me? What are you doing? I'm just looking for a conversation. Kimmy Rakenin sends me 50 and says, for I hope Monica Cannon Grant goes away, but it seems unlikely. This is definitely going to damage her reputation, though. I'll tell you that much. Especially when the prosecutions come. We are just getting started. Yeah, that Leslie, the racist Leslie chick. Remember that chick? Oh, I shared her blog earlier. She was something else, that girl. What'd she say? What was her quote? It was the most racist thing I've ever read in my life. Hold on. Do I think Mr. Monica Cannon Grant will actually do time? I think there's a good chance. The feds are not going to waste their time on this. I think they're going to make an example of them. I think 
this is the end of Monica. I really think this is the end. So this is what this girl wrote about Monica. Monica is one of the greatest people on earth and does more for her community than you could ever dream of your own. She has the biggest heart. Her heart is pure and just wants to make sure the world is a better place for everyone, including you, even if you attack her. You can keep trying to tear her down, but it isn't going to break her. She has so much love to keep her going. Your hate isn't going to stop. Imagine believing that. Imagine how this is this poor girl is like the poster child for why women could not vote until 1920. That's it. Like she, if like you want to know why women couldn't vote that exhibit a, cause they say, cause sh- people like her say shit like that out loud. Good Lord. Good Lord. But then she said this and I can't even read this. Okay. Monica Cannon Grant, Monica never threatened anyone. She has done more for me and her community than anyone I know. And how dare you insinuate anything else? She had, she attacked Rayla for upholding and supporting white supremacy. A white woman is accusing a black woman of white supremacy. She has put Monica at risk, even though Monica threatened to blow her fucking head off and are now threatening Monica's life. Yes, Monica's the victim here somehow. Racists around Massachusetts are sending her pictures of her family, calling her an ape. These things never happened calling their N-word, et cetera. Nope, don't you dare insinuate she threatened her. I didn't insinuate. She said it. I'm going to blow your fucking head off. Yeah. And then she wrote this. Black people can be white supremacists too if they ally with known white supremacists like Turtle Boy. So she's learning this sort of language from like reading Monica Cannon Grant. Okay. Monica is a great person who has done more for black people than any of you racists can ever dream. Just like Monica said, Rayla is just a house N word. She wrote this a Leslie Templeton wrote this, that Rayla is a house N word. And by the way, $10 just got from Caitlin Poole. Who says, wonder how many times violence in Boston hired Clark's cleaning company too? That's a good question. He's a, he's an expert cleaner. The house N-word who just gave her, who gave up her melanin card. If she's willing to bring violent white supremacists into Ayanna Presley's district, that is an act of violence. She actually wrote those words. And then she goes on and says, I was only quoting Monica, not saying it myself. She can use the, that word. I can't. It's my job as a white woman to protect black women, even when they're under attack by other black women who have proximity to white supremacy. I have edited my comment. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is just like insanity. But you know what? Karma caught you, bitch. Anyway. All right, any more questions, guys, before we call it an evening? Where is Ernst? Ernst has his own legal problems to deal with. Ernst is assaulting elderly women up in uh, Swampscott. Maybe he took a break from that. This stuff did not age well. But the question, again, is will it get the coverage that it deserves? You'll call in? Y'all call in. Okay. Again, here's the link. 
So what was Chai saying? Was he like defending her or something? What's his deal? Was he coming at me? What's he doing? I'll get him up here. We'll have a conversation. If he wants to. I don't bite. Where? Oh, Tito Jackson. Yeah, he's 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 the worst. He's the worst defender of them all. Thanks, Doust. Turtle Club will be tomorrow night. Sign up for that if you haven't already. I don't know what the topic is yet, but uh, it'll be something good. I'll talk about the mail, Karen from Maine. Sorry, Joanna. Um, probably do it Thursday or Saturday. One of those two. We'll see what happens on the schedule. But I definitely want to get to him because that guy won't shut up. He won't. He shut up on my page today. I'm going to have some fun. He's going to be my new play toy, that guy. Well, thank you, Brian Charles Sullivan. I appreciate that. This has been a long Tuesday night live show, but it's been worth it, I think. If this was on YouTube, man, we'd have so many views. It'd be dope. That's a cool name. And tequila. I like that one. Tom Mountain Voice. Well, Christine. Christina. I will take you to Pleasure Town. We will be having an orgy later on. A couple young co-eds who previously served in the Israeli National Guard. And they're big into licking box. They've been in lots of orgies before. They... Uh, they lick anuses there in Israel. It's it's quite extraordinary. If you've never experienced it, just please come with me. I will take you to Pleasure Town. I will take you there first. <laughs> I had over 400. Wow, that's pretty cool. Chai, come on, man. Why don't you come up here, man? Come on up, Chai. All right, um, I guess Chai's not coming on, but uh, won't you take me? <laughs> Tom Mountain's taking a lot of women to Pleasure Town. For those of you who say, oh, Turtle Boy, Elon goes at the leftist stuff like that. It's like, not Tom Mountain's a pretty big Trump supporter. I ruined him too. It was worth it. And his crimes weren't nearly as bad as Monica Cannon Grant's. Not even close. All right, so it looks like Chai is being a little shy, and he's uh, afraid to come on and dance with the devil himself. I don't blame Chai. Stay in the comments, my guy. You're not ready for the big time. You're not ready for the big time. So uh, maybe another time. Maybe work up your confidence a little bit. Maybe debate a couple smaller fish first. You could work your way up to Turtle Boy, and um, another time, my man. All right. So thank you guys for joining me. Thanks for the donos. Thanks for all the turtle chats, the, the cash apps, all that shit. And we will, um, we will see you guys uh, tomorrow. So we'll see some of you tonight, uh, tomorrow night for turtle club. The rest of you, we will see back on YouTube on Thursday night. All right. Peace. Turtle riders.